0: bush and richie here with your hometown show podcast um sorry i'm broadcast we're doing this show at the moment where i've got my obviously i've got my laptop and every time someone's making a comment in my family uh facebook chat group
1: about liverpool winning the flipping league i'm getting a ping thing in my ear can you hear that i don't get to hear the pings but what i am hearing is oh. the irritation in your voice every time one comes through God, literally 90 percent of my family are scousers 80% of them
0: are Liverpool fans. It's been, it's been, I can't, I can't bear it, Richie. And the heat as well.
1: I had no idea that. I, I obviously knew that you, you, you hailed from Merseyside, but I didn't realise that it was uh, such a, a a red-blue split. Oh, yeah, no, they're all, they're all
0: proper out there. Go on about it. I'll just jump into, jump into a picture now. There you go. My uncle Phil with his Liverpool Liverbird tattoo drinking a cup of coffee at the laptop that that's the photo that's just appeared can i ask a question so your old man's an everton fan isn't he he is thankfully what about your mum liverpool fan used to work at anfield selling pies at half you're kidding honest to god how does that survive as a marriage well do you know what right my mum is like old school my mum is happy for liverpool as a city to do well which is kind of the old way of looking at things i guess Right. Whereas like me and my brother and my dad would, would rather anyone else win it but Liverpool, which isn't in the spirit of things. I know, but that's just <laughs> how it is.
1: Uh, well, hey, can I salute you for not bringing your sporting angst into today's show in any way, shape or form? We melted our way through the three hours. Hopefully you'll enjoy it
2: they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the home time podcast with bush and ritchie uh,
1: as i was sat in the garden this afternoon contemplating another three hours upstairs in the bedroom with the window shut sweltering bringing you this home time show i was very enviously looking at my toddler's paddling pool which is uh, once again out in the garden ruining the turf uh, but i did think to myself do you know what that is where i'd love to be this afternoon just sat in the paddling pool maybe with uh maybe with some kind of cold can in my hand uh, but if i was <laughs> but if i was to be surrounded by some of the rock and roll uh, illuminati who would i want it to be yes my friends it is the rock and roll paddling pool we want you to get in touch with us uh, during the first hour of the show and let us know if you had the chance to sit in a paddling pool and cool off this afternoon with three stars from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who would they be and why I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring straight away here with uh, obviously used to play
0: bass guitar back in the day in my days in a band I would I would organize a bass player rock and roll paddling pool party
1: Okay. okay. Oh, yeah.
0: we'd, have, we'd have Alex James, you know, the fellow I got a man crush on from Blur, friend of the show, friend of the show, yep. get him involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jack Bruce, the absolutely crazy bass player from Cream, but one of the best bass players of all time. Mm-hmm. So you've got that kind of like wild card. You don't know, we don't know how Jack's going to react to stuff. And then yep. Flea from the Chili Peppers. Imagine him in your paddling wow.
1: pool. Wow
0: I can and imagine to- Flea that you know like if he needed to go for a wee after an hour in because he's drinking Carlsberg in the pub, he just he'd go in your garden he wouldn't be bothered to go <laughs> upstairs and get wet footprints upstairs would he
1: and of course you're that fourth bass player just remind us uh, the name of the band that you noodled with back in the day we
0: were called Ivory Springer back in. it sounds like creme brulee from uh league of gentlemen yes yeah, so it was in a band called creme brulee <laughs> had a couple of hits got a bit of airplay during the uh mid to late 90s uh robbie's come straight in with hansen <laughs> do you remember <laughs> that <one>? <laughs> depends <laughs> which era right because hansen like obviously they start off as kids and everything like that yeah. you know, everyone thought the drummer was a girl and then um they've kind of grown up into so they're quite hard looking now do you know what i mean they're quite burly so robbie could you clarify what era Hanson you would
1: like to share a paddling pool with thanks But whatever era, a paddling pool and all that water's not going to do much for their hair. It's going to frizz up, isn't it? It's going to frizz up. (laughs) It is. Paul Hayward says Jim Morrison, the poetic genius that is Peter Hook, as long as he brings his bass, uh, and Liam Gallagher to crack the funnies. Do
0: you know that's the second invite for one of the Gallagher brothers into paddling pools? He's winning in the paddling pool hierarchy at the moment. Uh, Rosie Dodds has picked a very eclectic mix of people to be in a paddling pool with her. Alicia Keys, first off, right? right. Lee Ryan from Blue, curveball, right? And then on top of that, Rag and Bone Man. It sounds like you know, like three people you wouldn't want to be stuck with on like a National Express journey or something. Rag and uh, Bone Man asleep on your shoulder.
1: Oh, no, don't no. be snoring. And Dave Amitri says, Elvis, Hendrix and Lady Gaga. I'm trying to create the ultimate atmosphere. I mean, Dave, it's, it's quite a mix. you are gone for quite a trio of uh, sunglasses wearers as well. So maybe he's going for the atmosphere, truly is.
0: Actually, well, you just clarified it. Eve says, can we resurrect musicians? If we can, that opens up a completely new ballgame. Of course you can resurrect musicians. Most of the best ones aren't alive anymore now. This current lot are not that interesting. So, yeah. Bring them back
1: to life. And the pool has restorative powers. It's kind of like Lourdes.
0: Yeah, put Keith Richards in there. He's back to his mid-twenties. <laughs> David Wiggins. What about this? David and Wiggins, uh, he's, he's taking it down a particular route. He wants Sabrina, Sam Fox and Wendy James. Right. Do you, he's picked he's picked three people that you would have on a bit of cardboard behind peanut packets uh, in a pub in the 80s. It's
1: taken them a while or someone to go that way. Thank you, Dave, for finally doing that. Uh, he says with an eye roll. And uh, Chris, uh, Chris, this is this is an eclectic bunch. Chris has gone with Sean, Sean Ryder, Clint Boone and Cheryl Crow. Chris says, what a pool party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a night. Oh, what a crazy night. Paul the Scaffolder from Dundee says, My rock and roll paddling pool uh, would have Sting, Brian Adams and Rod Stewart all sat around the side, solely, wow. based the <laughs> solely based upon the extended intro into All for One, All for Love. They were really ripping into each other and it sounded like they had a blast. Where is that? I've never heard that song before. I'm like, was it the st- isn't it the theme tune to Dog
0: Tannion and the Musker Hounds? <laughs> what is uh, never- Brian Adams' <laughs> turn a potato into, uh, into chips <laughs> with his rapier? Is that what it is? Oh
1: dear, I never realised they did that.
0: I- I've got another suggestion as well, just from um, my own idea here about a different... Th- I like the idea of themed ones, so I did like bass player rock and roll pool party mm. earlier on what about little p pe- little people little person pool party so Go it's on. only you have to be tiny rocker to be able to get involved you can have prince in there kelly yeah. jones in there yeah. off stereophonics and then bono going down a banana slide <laughs> how cool just, would that be just don't fill it too high no this is it one slip you know a couple of inches of water is deadly
1: for bono isn't it <laughs> uh, Alex in Darlington says I'd love to sit in the padding pool and hear the conversation between Elvis, king of rock and roll Freddie Mercury uh, and the biggest, Meatloaf it would definitely be interesting
2: Absolute Radio If you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you OK, let's get on with it then The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Now, listen, I've been doing some night cycling quite a bit. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, I, I do bang on about it a fair old bit. But it's quite good for my mind. We're lucky to be by the coast here in Leon C. So as soon as I finish the show, have me tea, jump on the bike and cycle down to, like, the beach and stuff like that. And just calm down a little bit as well. Uh, and the other night, I was sat down at Thorpe Bay, which is a beautiful end of South End Seafront. And it's nice and quiet down there and everything as well. Just sat on the, uh, on the side of the beach bike resting up against the wall, perfect Instagram moment, really enjoying the peace and calm. And then the harmony was ruined out of the blue, by these mad furry beetle bug things. And this, they were like banging into my face and everything like that. And this is not accidental. You know, sometimes with an insect, you might accidentally go, oh, sorry, mate, bump into each other. Like you might (laughs) accidentally nudge someone's pint in a really busy pub, just ahead of an away game in football. Um, (laughs) This was like, this was on purpose. This was bouncing off my glasses, trying to get into the back of your hair, which is like the worst place an insect can go. To the point where I just ended jumping back on my bike and cycling off home. These weird bugs, whose name I don't know, I think they might be maybugs made me actually cycle back home again and it's that bad and as i was aggressively cycling back to where i live i was thinking to myself what do you even do what do you give back to this planet and i felt like if there was like a if there was a boardroom and it and the mother nature was a business i'd give <laughs> i'd give them their p45 they don't do anything and let's let's have this out on on home time on this friday night little fantasy game if nature needed to make cutbacks and you've got to give one insect the elbow what is it and why?
1: Okay, so I've got an insect in mind uh, and I want to tell you it. However, I wanted to find out a little bit more about your Maybug. Um, so uh, I wanted to um, find out exactly what this thing was that, that's that been bombarding your face on this bike ride. I hate it. So I've just Googled Maybugs um, and uh, it's, it's come up with the actual name of them, um, which I now- think I'm going to have to spell out for you. Is this now, just before you say what it is, right, I got mm. a lot
0: of comments back about it on Twitter, and I thought yeah. people were having a pop at me. But is mm. it actually the name of the thing is, sounds like something you might shout at someone in a football match.
1: It's it's colloquially called the Maybug or the Doodlebug, but the actual spelling of it, it's a European beetle. Uh, and it's it's spelt, I don't know, so it's European, so I wouldn't know how you'd necessarily pronounce it. Just with but a Dutch it's accent. Spelt, it's spelt C O C K. C H A F E R Oh my words that sounds that's an unbelievable name for an <laughs> insect that isn't it really yeah i think if i was called that i'd get all aggro with bike cyclists on the south end seafront no I, I feel bad for it if anything it's just an aggressiveness based on the fact that it's been given a stupid
0: name by humanity <laughs> I can. I, it's my bad i feel like i might go down there tonight and just try and plead with them
1: all you know now i don't want to cause an international incident here but uh, i'm going to rid ourselves of uh, uh, an insect that is pretty much found north of the border i used to as a family we used to go up to scotland france summer holiday uh it might not be your most traditional one but had some amazing times it's beautiful up there but it is. what can ruin a scottish holiday is your highland midge and that is the yes. one that i would sack off uh, this small flying insect emphasis on the word small so small that you can't necessarily see them but you know they visited by the time you get back to your little cottage or something or other and you are bitten to with an inch of your life and there's there's nothing that can be done, is there? You don't want to sit there eating your
0: haggis out on the veranda with a net on your on your face or something I'm like exactly that. Exactly. I'm sure someone got in touch with the show a few months back said there's like a there's like a cream you can rub on yourself in Scotland that does get rid of the midge or puts them off, makes them think twice. Uh, if they can clarify what the hell that is, we'd love to hear from them tonight. Uh, Colin says uh, he would uh, give the P45 to the silverfish. He says Ugh. they look pre they look prehistoric and he doesn't trust what they're up to. That's a good point i don't really like what are they doing in there
1: they're always a good sign of a a grim uh, student's bathroom i always thought <laughs> the, uh, the, the the silverfish. what are they doing they're not doing anything they're not giving anything back to society p45 silverfish the guys at Pritchard Media are suggesting botflies that I've never heard of, but they sound yeah. pretty grim. Lay their eggs inside your flesh and Dirty. leave their parasitical larvae growing until it bursts out. No, thanks. Oh, do you
0: know what? Just very quickly on that, right? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like someone should have a word with these insects. Like, have you seen yourself? Have you seen what you get up to? Like, like, a, <laughs> like um, a centipede with all its legs. You know, you just think, have you caught a look at yourself in the mirror? Just sort your act out.
1: <laughs> Paul Rogers has got a few words for the crane fly, pointless creature, can't even fly properly. So uh, some candidates for the firing. Who's it going to be? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Brian says,
0: uh, "Guys, I propose the eradication of slugs and snails. As far as I can tell, their only purpose is to eat everything you plant, and the childhood pleasure of oh, I won't, I not add in his childhood pleasure of what he used to do to them. <laughs> we'll just leave that one where it is. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> of
1: Brian from Brentree." Now the legal underpinning on this: if we're going to uh, sack an insect, we do have to uh, go through the tribunal and try and work out what the point of them are. Uh, it says here, slugs and snail actually very important. Uh, provide food really? for birds, slow worms, and earthworms. Uh, so even slugs the slale? balance by removing them. Yes.
0: Slugs just the only thing slugs do, as far as I can tell. Particularly, I remember back in the student house is just cr- horribly wait until night and then crawl out into your kitchen so that you can accidentally step on them with a bare foot if you're getting a glass of water in the evenings that's all slugs do the uh, intel kevin... that
1: i'm getting is that thrushes thrive on slugs so well, uh, if you get rid of slugs you get rid of thrush
0: well i would say well i think we could all do with getting rid of that i think uh, i think thrushes need to butt their ideas up and go and eat at a different restaurant Shall oh, we okay say. all
1: right
0: uh, kevin cooper says earwigs what do they do they give me the heebie-jeebies very good point they seem to be wearing almost like a bit too much body armor for what they really need
1: Earwigs are very beneficial insects. They are basically sanitary engineers. They help clean up the environment by feeding on decaying plant material and dead insects.
0: This is the problem when uh, the insects bring a union rep in with them. They've got an answer for everything. (laughs) And then what about this one then? See if you can come up with a legitimate answer for this. Uh, Ryan says it's got to be the flying ant. It comes out once a year and ruins a hot day, then dies. Do away with them.
1: Uh, Mature male and female flying ants have one purpose in mind, to mate. Is that it? But what are they doing for
0: 364 days to the year, apart from the one day where they drop into your hair when you're on the way to get the buff? (laughs) Do you know
1: what I mean? They're just mating. They have no purpose. It was looking shaky ground earlier for the flying ants. We couldn't see too much point for them. But let's go back before the board and uh, put some more insects up. Well, Patrick Moore... Is he, is he the guy who does all the, the telescope stuff? Is that him? I think he did back in the day.
0: Patrick Moore says, cockchafers are evil. That's the buzzy thing that attacked me on Thought Bay Seafront. Um, I had one stuck in one of my dreadlocks back in 2000 at a music festival. Awful buzzing and flapping. I've never screamed so much in my life. So there you go. May bugs, whatever you want to call them, doodle bugs. I think we need to give them the P45.
1: They're useless. Do have some bad news on this one, though. Uh, until, until pesticides controlled uh, grubs on cereal crops, right. cockchafer's were the only way of controlling uh, these grubs. Uh, that used to devastate crops. So what, they, they kind of work for the, for MI5
0: or something, because they're, they're actually like, a little bit like an informant being protected by the police or whatever, because they've got like a do you know what I mean? Like in the Pretty 70s, much. all that weird 70s stuff. Alright, we'll move on. Lindsay says, "Bushkin Ritchie, As much as I hate spiders, I think I'd have to sack ants. One cheeky little bleeder decided to make its way into my kitchen yesterday, so now I'm paranoid and need to go buy some powder. Horrible little things that they are.
1: Ants play one of the most important roles in the environment by turning and aerating soil, allowing water and oxygen to reach root plants. So... Damn. to reach plant roots rather uh, so to be, qu- <laughs> to be quite frank by getting rid of ants we're getting rid of everything
0: i always wonder with ants though you know you see them like showing off and carrying like a big leaf do you think they ever eat that or do you think they just get out of shot from the camera and just drop it and go right It's gonna <laughs> eat- go some mud or whatever it is all right and this final one here just coming to the uh, incident desk ray in romford he sounds a bit of a live wire he says get rid of wasps what the hell do they do that bees don't
1: a world without a wasps would be a world without a very much larger number of insect pests on our crops and gardens. Yes, they sting us, but they kill and eat so many other insects. Uh, we really do still need to put up with them, I'm afraid. Do you know what
0: I feel like we're trying to get a load of baggage through a, a flight and we've, we've got rid of like two or three pounds worth of stuff, but we're just wearing the clothes that we are and our essentials and we're going to need to shift more stuff. <laughs> Really interesting fact. JK Bevan's been on on Twitter. It says, Wiki fact for you boys. There have been four HMS battleships called Cockshafer.
1: Wow. That's what a about great that? piece of trivia. Yes. Uh, in other news, uh, unrelated, the Calvin Klein cotton stretch trunks have arrived, but we've got far more important business to take care of, uh, and that is these insects. Uh, Coming in for a little bit of clog earlier on, the Highland Midge. Uh, Caroline in Aberdeen says, Skin so soft by Avon all the way uh, to ward them off. Before you think to yourself, oh, that's just the Avon money siphoning its way through home time. No, it's not. Uh, because Dean in Dunfermline also says, Avon's skin so soft is the stuff for warding off midges and it's pronounced midgey. Mitchie what you doing Mitchie so is that off an Avon lady please can you get back
0: in touch do you get that off an Avon lady is Avon lady still a thing Ray from Romford remember him having a pop at wasps earlier on he's texted in again now saying do we really need both turtles and tortoises calm down Ray let's just keep it to insects mate all right thank you very much Uh, Jen in Liverpool says why not get rid of clothes moths I hate them so much what's the point in them other than to munch
1: holes in your clothes Uh, The point of them is uh, they are the number one food for frogs, toads, lizards and hedgehogs. Uh, So they have to, I guess, bolster themselves up on our clothes just to make a decent food for frogs, toads, lizards and hedgehogs.
0: How the hell are hedgehogs getting involved on eating moths? Do you know what I mean? They go like (laughs) a mile an hour and they're really spiky. It's really weird. Well, they roll on them. Uh, Nutty Nice from Newbury, who has sat on his decking uh, with the ciders flowing on this Friday night, listening to Absolute Radio. He says, the worst thing has got to be the blue bowl. It always attacks you when your hands are full.
1: Blue bottles are active fishers. Uh, they drag their tentacles through water in search of prey. So they catch, sting and kill fish. Uh, so, What? <laughs> <laughs> Think of- yeah. what? <laughs> there's no way a bluebottle fly kills a fish that is it's i'm not having what, that it's what it's, it's what, not. i found an australian geographical website and that's what it says this is this is madness i th- let's give them a p45 because that's fake
0: documentation they've got the blue bottles have gone on wikipedia and changed it it's like it's like i'm tinkering with your resume
1: it's taken us 55 minutes but it turns out the insect that is getting sacked by home time this evening it's your blue bottle
2: you big liars absolute radio the home time podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
1: It's undeniably hot, and we are after your home time heat hacks right now. Getting to sleep, to be quite frank, right now is very, very hard. Uh, would you be able to count up on uh, uh, on all the digits on in your body, Bush, how many minutes sleep you got last night? I had
0: awful sleep last night. Here's one for the kids, right, to sum it up. Here's one for the kids. Last night, being in bed was a bit like Tenko. <laughs> if you remember <laughs> tenko the series about the pow camps really hot scorching hot japanese whatever it was in the jungle or something like that i was sweating cobs there was a fly in the room that was doing me head in as well uh it was absolutely awful i'm willing to do like normally like most advice that comes into this show you, you you know you might roll your eyes and say oh that's just someone being a bit weird i am willing to try anything to get a bit cooler in the evenings because
1: i need me sleep. Well, can I give you a heads up? Do you have a fan? Well, I think I know the answer to this. You you have a fan in your house. I do. We do have a fan. However, our little
0: monkey is currently using it in her bedroom to keep her cool, Ah. so we're fanless.
1: Okay. well, look, here is a tip for those who have the deluxe situation of two fans. Uh, Get your fan, get you some ice cubes out of the freezer and lay them on a tray in front of your fan. Then that will act as a very rudimentary air conditioning system. See, I'd give that a go. I'd definitely give that a little try. I mean, I've heard
0: people putting, like, stuff in the freezer as well. Or is that stuff to get chewing gum off, Jeans? Always getting those two things mixed up. <laughs> Anything goes. This is a forum for sharing information with the wider family that is the Hometime listeners. Dave Moore says, I use masking tape to stick a white sheet to the outside of the window, and it acts as a shade and stops the room from heating up. It works a treat. People think you are you're like growing illegal substances if you start putting... <laughs>
1: <laughs> sheets outside your own windows it's a bit weird but hey if it works it works never heard of that one but i think it's a no. great idea uh, sophie has gone to a pet shop and says that she has bought a cooling mat for a cat uh on twitter she has attached a picture uh, of a cat <laughs> looking very happy next door to its <laughs> cooling mat but here's the key thing sophie says it works for us humans too Wow,
0: because you you see like cats and dogs and that they always still go and lie on the floor in like the kitchen, don't they? Where it's like cold mm. tiles. Well, they've got the right idea. Let's give it a go. Lizzie says, wet a sheet in the shower, wring it out, drape it over yourself. By morning, it's cooled down and it's bone dry. Although I, I would look feel like I've um, was being embalmed for my own funeral <laughs> if you put a white sheet over your own face and entire body while she lie straight, <laughs> straight as a
1: die in bed. It's a bit weird. Uh, Jason is going down the tech route. Uh, USB fan and a mobile charger battery pack. Taking that breeze to whatever room I'm in at the time.
0: Julie Harris says frozen hot water bottle. Thumbs up
1: emoji. Frozen hot water bottle. Um, Does does a hot water bottle work like a thermos? Will that stay frozen all night? Or will it It slowly warm up?
0: I don't know. I like the idea of it. The weird thing for me is right. I like hot water bottles and stuff. I like the idea of they're fine, but there's something about the the, the rubber that's underneath the hot water bottle that freaks me out. There's something about the like World War Two about it, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's the smell. Do
1: you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, I do. It's like a nana's Uh, house. Earlier on, I put forward the uh, the theory of putting the uh, ice in front of the fan, acting as uh, some very budget air conditioning. Uh, James has got in touch and says the ice actually needs to be behind the fan for it to work properly because, of course, the fan is going to suck the air uh, from behind it and push that forward to you. So, obviously, the coolness of the ice needs to indeed be behind the fans, so i've got it wrong all along Who, who who's the fellow there that, that's corrected you james james thanks james
0: for sucking the fun out of this particular topic just for a second <laughs> mate. Uh, Andrew says, this is weird, freeze balloons full of water and drop them into a paddling pool. Listen mate, we're trying to get a good night's sleep, I'm not sure what's going on around at your house.
1: <laughs> and Ben, this is actually quite useful. Ben says, if you bought some clippers to cut your own hair during the coronavirus, why right. not use the little water spray bottle that comes with it to spritz your face? Dries in seconds, <laughs> but instantly refreshing. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to do it. I'm literally going to do it. Believe it or not, we're still getting communication about the Avon Skin So Soft uh, to uh, treat uh, midges if you're going to the Highlands of Scotland. Nikki, the latest person to get in touch. No money has come from the Avon Corporation. Let me just tell you. I'd love to be... Imagine that. Home Time brought to you by... Avon, the Avon lady.
0: That's what I really want to know though. Do does the Avon lady still come around people's houses? Because that used to happen when I was a kid.
1: As we approach the end of the show, home time at absolute radio.co.uk email us over the weekend for updates on whether the Avon lady still visits.
0: We'll talk about that next week. Uh, meanwhile we're talking about right now, because it's been so hot and sticky at the moment. I don't know if you had a terrible night's sleep last night as well. Just ask for asking for any tips. You got any tips on trying to keep cool in the night? Anything goes,
1: get in touch. Bed sheets in the freezer has now come in from Carl. I'm guessing they've got to be dry in the first place, otherwise you're going to get actual frozen sheets. But bed sheets in the freezer, he says, it's the way forward. Anyone else's freezer baskets though, and, and
0: just full of like rogue loose peas and scampi. And <laughs> I, I, I would be concerned about what I'm finding whilst I'm stretching out at night. A Bob Earl says, work abroad, sweat your cobs off
1: all day, then relax in air-conditioned bars in a hotel room. Someone's doing right for themselves, aren't they, Bob? It's the most expensive uh, solution that's come in this evening. Uh, Matt Baddison is suggesting Mr Freeze Ice Pops every 10 minutes in this heat. Uh, Not necessarily the most healthy, but uh, it would work. What was that toy from when you were a kid where you turned a snowman
0: around and his tummy made a nice crushed up ice thing? That's your Mr. Frosty. Is that,
1: Mr. is that what that guy was just talking about there, or is this a different thing? No, he's going with your Mr. Freeze ice pops, which you can buy in the supermarket. You buy them generally unfrozen. Oh. You get home and freeze them. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're cheap and effective. We'll get a massive... Let's get a massive Mr. Frosty going then as well. that would be quite good. Crush up some ice. Put it behind your fan, like we heard earlier on. Done. We have given you so many solutions. If there is a single home-time listener that doesn't sleep tonight, don't know what you were doing.
2: if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie
0: can i hear your fan in the background listen to it it's quite loud isn't it have a listen to that i'll bring him right up
1: wow is that a very unhealthy fan or does it give a really cool draft
0: You know, it's a lovely draft it's the only thing keeping me going at the moment richie this this if this was to break i don't know what i would do i'd be like a tom hanks in castaway it's all (laughs) charred and burnt and beard and stuff do you know what i
1: mean (laughs) have yourself a good weekend everybody as you might be able to hear in the background someone's come clattering upstairs for bath time it's time for us to go it's not me it's richie's son rocco